Well, let's continue with the thinking point this morning. We're shining the spotlight on uh, the housing scams that we've been following up on in the last month or so. Again, after uh, getting an alert from our listeners, one of our listeners, in fact, was in the process of being scammed, if you can remember. Um, You know, he was about to pay over that money, but something said, don't do it. And um, upon further investigation, he realized that the individual he was dealing with was actually um, somebody who was just trying to make a quick buck. Mlungisi Mabaso is the MMC for housing at the city of Johannesburg. Mr. Mabaso, good morning to you. Thanks for your time today. Uh, Good morning, Kitty, and good morning to the listeners. Of course, once we were aware of the uh, particular scamster in question, the one that was trying to make money out of our listener, somebody who we were also able to get to get in touch with, we passed those contacts over to your officials. What has happened since then, Mr. Mabaso? Um, no, thank you very much. Um, the issue of scams, uh, you know, has um, you know persisted uh, to a level where. Um, we had uh, requested the interventions of the um, senior officials um, from the South African Police Service. Um, you will remember that um, when we opened the case uh, last year, uh, early this, this year there were arrests which were made um, by the police uh, from Hilpro Police Station, but that did not stop um, you know these uh, criminals to continue from what they were doing because. Clearly, we, we, we realize that um, this is a huge syndicate and there are quite a number of role players that are involved here. So yesterday morning, um, you know, I had a meeting um, with General Svia, who's the head of the National Organizing Crime, uh, together with his team. Um, there was uh, senior officials uh, from South African Police Service in the province of Gauteng. Um, there was also the office of the NEC um, for Community Safety that was also represented, and uh, the senior uh, um, officials of uh, Group Forensic Investigative Unit in the city, where we were deliberating and engaging, you know, on the um, the solutions and you know to deal with this um, issue once and for all. And they have um, you know proposed a way forward. They have proposed an approach that we all believe that is going to um, uh, get to the bottom. Uh, um, where uh, all these perpetrators will be, um, you know, arrested and prosecuted for all the things that they have done to the residents of Johannesburg. Why is it taking so long to investigate? One would think it's as easy as setting up sting operations with these individuals who uh, are obviously very accessible to members of the public. Well, before these cases were opened in different police station, I opened mine at, um, at John, um, Johannesburg Central uh, Police Station. It was later transferred to Hilton. Others have been opened in Soweto. So, so, so it's different police stations that are dealing with these cases. Hence, you know, um, the request uh, to um, the National Organized Crime, you know, to be the one to look at this matter so that it is um, investigated uh, centrally um, for all the, the evidence to be submitted to, to one person rather than to have these cases scattered in Johannesburg. So that was the the the, 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 the barrier in fact which had hindered the progress um, you know in these investigations. But um they have made a great progress because there are arrests which have been made um, of which we believe there are more uh, arrests that are going to be made going forward, you know, um, you know, taking from um, the, del- the deliberation and the resolutions of the yesterday meeting. When when we look at part of what these individuals say, 
um, when they're in the process of promising people houses, they seem to have access to what is happening within the department. They they seem to have access to some of the official documents um, that would be processed by um, the department. Um, and, you know, we've come to realize that, um, you know, um, we believe that some of the official, um, officials of the city, you know, are aware of what is happening, and we allege that some of them are involved. And we have we presented that, um, you know, to the police uh, in the meeting that we held yesterday, that they, while they are looking, you know, far, but they must also look closer, um, you know, to, to the city, because how these people operate clearly demonstrates, you know, that they understand the system and they know what is happening. And, you know, um, what made it more even suspicious is that, um, you know, a day before the meeting, um, um, late at night, I received a very strange call um, where they were trying to hack uh, my my other line that I use for WhatsApp. And you know, one, you know, I asked the question as to why now I'm receiving this call. You know, a night before, um, you know, where the, this meeting, um, you know, is, is is taking place. So it clearly, uh, you know, indicate that uh, these people were even aware that there is such a meeting which was organized that is going to address and deal with these issues. So it's only those that are within the system, you know, that knew about this meeting. So so, so, so to me, you know, it, it says that some of the officials within my department knows what is happening and, and they are involved, you know, in these scams. And we have informed the police that they also need to look closer, you know, to the officials of the department, to the officials of the city, because we might be looking outside and thinking that these people are operating uh, from outside, but only to find that some of the officials within the system are involved. Of course, w- one of one of the big issues that would still be outstanding, even as you conduct these investigations, is the fact that there's still a huge need, number one, for land, which we see people um, are willing in some instances and able to to buy land for themselves, but they don't have access. And number two, to RTP houses, um, which has been a, a big failure on, on the part of, of government to deliver. Uh, well, um, I, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, to say uh, people have waited for too long. I mean, it's frustrating to wait from 1996. Uh, up until today, you have not been allocated to a house. Um, there are different programs uh, that we have introduced in the city. We have uh, tried to put in more resources in our mega projects. Uh, we are at the final procurement uh, stage now for uh, the other mega project, which is called Southern Farm, um, which will which um, is, is estimated, you know, at yielding approximately thirty thousand units. And but that will not be enough because we are dealing with a backlog of 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 um, um, almost half a million. Uh, but we are working with the resources that we have, which has been made available by the national government. And unfortunately, provincial government has not been able to assist us. They have not been able to provide any, um, you know, allocation of funds to the city of Johannesburg, which makes it very difficult for the city of Johannesburg to construct houses because we rely on grants from the province um, for us to, to, to construct 
uh, you know, houses, and we do have uh, funds from national government for, for, for infrastructure. So that is the challenge that we are taking with. Uh, there have been political interventions, and I know even the, the current executive mayor has tried to engage and intervene in that process, but we have not received any choice from our provincial government. But we believe that going forward, they are going to assist us, because city of Johannesburg, in a way, accounts for the majority of people who are in need of houses, but it's the same city of Johannesburg that is not receiving any financial support from the provincial government. But there are also other programs uh, that we have introduced, like your informal settlement upgrade, where we are putting in permanent services in our informal settlement, where we are giving people uh, safe stands within the informal settlement. We are doing refurbishment in some of the hostels that were, that were developed and, 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 and abandoned by the provincial government, you know, like 10 years ago. So we are resuscitating those uh, programs for, for the purposes of trying to address the backlog. Yes, all these programs that I've, uh, you know, alluded to, they are not sufficient, uh, you know, to address the housing backlog of half a million, but the reality is that we had to start somewhere and we had we have also to work with the resources that we have at All our right. disposal. I'm Lungi Simabaso. We're going to leave it there for this morning. The MMC for Human Settlements in the city of Joburg. So you heard there, uh, be warned uh, against these scamsters and the city saying that they will not be refunding people whose monies are taken, stolen in these processes. We'll be taking your calls, zero double one. Seven one four two double zero six. Let me head over to Anne Musa on the news desk. And good morning.